Welcome to Solving the Financial Puzzle, where every week we discuss the latest issues surrounding the complicated world of personal finance. Each week, join Walter Storholt and certified financial planner Dan Capril as they help you put together the pieces of your own financial puzzle. And for more information on today's topic, visit matsonandcapril.com. Welcome to another edition of Solving the Financial Puzzle. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Dan Capril, certified financial planner and local wealth coach, serving you in Cincinnati and all the surrounding areas as well. Dan has offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and in northern Kentucky. You can find that information online at quizdan.com or by calling the office 513-563-PLAN is the number. On today's podcast, we're talking about Risk tolerance. And Dan, let's talk about that term, maybe one of the buzzwords in the financial world. What do we mean by risk tolerance? <laughs> well, I, technically the definition is how much volatility is somebody willing to accept. So you know when you have a portfolio, in almost every case, you're not going to get the same rate of return forever. You may be able to get a guaranteed rate for a period of time. But certainly, if you're looking to grow your money, you're going to have to subject yourself to some level of volatility. So it's very common for people to, or advisors, to ask clients, you know, what's your risk tolerance level? Now, frankly, I, I hate that question because if we're all honest, we all have low tolerance for risk. We all just want to make 10% each and every year with no deviation at all. I mean, that's that would be logical, right? But I have seen people... In fact, I think most people overstate their risk tolerance. Of course, it's a double-edged sword because sometimes I will have people come in and they'll say to me, no, I you know, have a very little tolerance of risk. I want this to be a rather conservatively managed portfolio, which means, of course, you're not going to necessarily get high rates of return. And then when certain equity sectors are soaring, you're looking at your return and it might be in a single digit and you've been reading about how the Dow is up 15 20%. So this is not an easy question for people to answer honestly. I think we all want the best of both worlds. We want high returns with no volatility. But as you know, you can't get that. It, it just doesn't work that way. Uh, whenever you see something like that where it says, you know, we're going to guarantee you 10 12% a year, that's a scam. You know, right away you should know that there's a problem. Uh, that was actually one of the things later that came out with Bernie Madoff was that they weren't paying attention to the fact that he was giving his clients basically the same rate of return each and every year. And nobody was questioning, how is he going to do this? So I don't ever really ask the question, you know, what's your tolerance for risk? And I don't use worksheets because I really don't find them to be all that meaningful. I think what is meaningful is for first you to have an understanding about the amount of money you need each and every month to meet your living expenses. And then from there, we will then work backwards to determine how does your portfolio need to be structured to give you that amount of income in retirement with the least amount of volatility. Now, when we do that, Sometimes it might require you to take on a little more volatility than you want. Other times it may actually allow you to take on less. But I think if we're all going to be honest, none of us is all that keen about having a negative quarter or a negative year or a negative two years. So to say that, you know, to ask somebody what's your tolerance for risk, 
I don't think we ever really get a straight answer. I think really what would be better is to say, okay, how much money do you need in your lifetime? And then based on that, let's then determine if we can do that. How can we do that with the least amount of volatility? And then show you that level of volatility and then get a feel for where it fits within your comfort level. Makes a lot of sense to do it that way and structure it that way, Dan, when we're talking about risk tolerance. But I, you find that there's this disconnect, I would imagine, between you know where they think their risk tolerance is, where right. it actually is. That's got to be right. part of the conversation, I'd imagine. Well, one of the things that I do to, to test that is we co-design all of our plans with our clients. So I don't ever just come up with a strategy and then, and then throw it in front of them. We actually bring them into the conference room in front of the big whiteboard, and we start drawing it up. And along the way, we're looking at the pros and cons of every potential strategy. So when it gets to a situation like, okay, in order for you to hit where you want to be, you're going to probably have to accept a portfolio where there's a 95% chance in any one year that you're going to get a rate of return between minus 12 and plus 28. So every year, highly likely, not 100%, but most of the time by far, it's going to fall within that range. So the first question I always say to them is, I circle it, let's say it is minus 12 plus 28. I'll circle the minus 12 and I'll ask them, what are you going to do when this happens? Now, the right answer is nothing because that's normal and the next year could be higher. And that's the right answer. Of course, what we're going to probably do is rebalance your portfolio to take advantage of the lower prices in equities if that were to occur. But what I don't want to hear is I'm going to panic, I'm going to pull out, I'm going to sell. Because if that's the case, then this isn't going to be the right fit for you. So as you're developing your strategy, you need to understand clearly what the downside possibilities are. And you must understand that those downside possibilities will happen. Even if they don't actually happen, you need to accept them that they will. In fact, you need to accept the reality that they'll happen next year. And if you can't do that, well, then that's not the right fit for you. Now, I find that with most of our clients, the reason that they hired me was not to give them some special rate of return. The reason they hired me was to develop a strategy that would give them income for the rest of their life, minimize the likelihood of them running out of money, maximize the opportunities to leave money to their heirs. And if that means on the occasional year they're going to have a negative return, their understanding as long as the check still arrives at the beginning of the month. They had some anxiety about their money, and the strategy that we put in place has minimized that anxiety. And that's the type of person we want to work with. If somebody comes to see me and says, you know, I did 8% last year, what could you have done? I don't engage them in that discussion. I just look back at them and I said, oh, you did 8%. Fabulous. Are you happy with the 8%? It's irrelevant than what I've done. And I understand what's at play here is they're just kind of shopping around for a guru, which I'll be the first one to tell you does not exist. So by co-designing the plan with the client, we're able to show you what your negatives will be. Now, there may be other negatives. It could be taxes. It could be insurance premiums that you'll never actually receive the benefit from, potentially. It, it could be the need to reduce spending to hit the goal that you want. You know, whatever the case would be, it's very important that you be a part of that process. 
And I think only in that way is are we going to have a plan that matches true risk tolerance for you. Because then you're going to understand, oh, yeah, I remember when we designed this strategy. We said that would happen. We said that would occur. And we even developed a strategy for what would happen when it does. If you're part of that discussion, then I think it's going to work well. But if you're, if you're just hoping out there that you can get 12% every year guaranteed, no volatility, it does not exist. And anyone who tells you that it exists is probably trying to rip you off. So just, just be mindful of this. Good planning for your financial future has a lot more to do with your psychology than it does what sits on your balance sheet. I've seen very wealthy people make some serious mistakes mm. because of psychology. And I've seen people of modest means grow their wealth tremendously because they brought the right thought process in play. In the end, risk tolerance is all about fear level. You know, if you're going to think logically, you look at the, the history of our country, you know, there's plenty of bad economic times, but we always pull out of it. So logically, you should assume that's going to happen. But living through it is its own ordeal. If you can't live through it, then you have to be honest about it. But again, I find most people... Nobody wants risk tolerance. My job as a coach is to guide you through those tough times, is to get you to stay with the plan, is to show you that this has already been factored into our recommendations from the beginning so that this minus 10, it's normal. Hmm. It is part of the normal process. And if we accept that normalcy, it's just like going to see the doctor. The doctor says to you, okay, we're going to give you this treatment. But for the next few days, you're going to feel pretty lousy. Okay. Well, I knew going in what it was going to be, and I'm going to write it through. And then you get better. I just recently had such a treatment. <laughs> it looked really bad for a few days. <laughs> I have rosacea. And um, so one of the ways to, to get that under control in the summertime when the sun's bad is a laser treatment, which hurts like heck, by the way. So if you, can, if, if other, if you have rosacea, a large population does. If, if, if medicines works for you, great. Nothing works for me. So this, so this, this laser treatment, it hurts like heck. And it looks terrible for about the first week. I mean, I literally had people asking me, did something happen there? I said, yes, but it wasn't what you think it is. Mm -hmm. Well, a week later, it looks really good. So, you know, I knew going in that was the case. So it's the same way when we're developing a plan. Make sure you understand what the downsides are and make sure that there's a strategy in place to help you through it. You're never going to like it. But believe me, filling out some form that determines your risk tolerance, I don't know. The advisor may think that that's covering his butt, but, you know, in case you want to sue him. But I think the real purpose of doing that is to make sure that we're, we're creating something that you can live with. And I don't think you're going to get that from a form. I think you're going to get it by actually being a part of the co-design process. Well, and everybody is different, right? That's the other thing here, Dan, is that not everybody's got the same risk tolerance and, yeah. and the same feelings on risk. And so then that ends up changing well, their plan a little bit, right? I, I, I think people are more, are more alike than you, than you might think, though. Okay, okay. I really do. I, I, I really think that none of us like risk. I mean, it's like saying some people like pain. Well, there's a few people, but most people do not. So, um, a no, few look, masochists out there, but there are, there are, but you know, what we would call normal uh, behavior doesn't like pain. So no, I, I don't, I don't think any of us do. So we just have to be honest with it. And, and of course, if you're selling shares for income every month, you know, you should have an even lower risk tolerance level. But unfortunately though, to get real returns, you must accept some level of volatility and volatility will never only go up. It does have to go down. So it's just the way that it is. But understand that a big part of this is being properly coached through those less than desirable times. 
And that, to me, is the best way to deal with the issue of risk tolerance. Not filling out a form and then having the advisor come back and say, ah, you filled this out. No. Having a program in place where someone is working with you and showing you the bigger picture. Because, again, I could have stormed back into the dermatologist's office the very next day and said, you know, look at this bruising over here. Well, she told me going in, this is what's going to happen. So when it happened, it's like, oh, okay, it's going to look better later, and it does. So makes a lot of sense. If I want to get started on that process, Dan, of a plan and kind of seeing how yeah. risk tolerance and, you know, you've broken it down well for us, but, you know, that how that plays into the equation, what I need to right. do to improve, those kinds of things. Give us a brief view of, of your process and what it looks like to work with Matt. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Our wealth coaching program is all about co-designing a strategy that works best for you. So the best way to do that is to first, let's have a complimentary consultation. Let's get a feel for a good fit. I will tell you, only about 50% of the people that I meet with, I recommend they work with us because we're not for everybody. We have a specific way of doing things. We're trying to create a very specialized strategy for you that will not only help you protect your retirement income, but also help you in areas like lowering your cost as it relates to taxation, lowering your insurance costs, make sure that your estate planning is in order before you actually meet with the attorney so that you're not wasting money there. So we do a very comprehensive, holistic plan for all of our clients. If you'd like to learn more, very simple, you can either uh, visit our website, uh, matsonandcapril.com, or actually we've got that even abbreviated, so you could go to quizdan.com, that'll get you there too. Or you can just give me a call, 513-563-PLAN. That's 513-563-7526. If you do it, either way, we'll also put you on our newsletter list. We actually are old school. We have a print newsletter that's called Solving the Financial Puzzle. Be happy to include you on that. Um, you got to have elements ha- of old school from time to time. So that's good. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's like short basketball shorts. So a number of ways which you can, you can reach out for us. But again, uh, 513-563-PLAN is the number, or you can also uh, email me, dan at matsoncapril.com. Again, those are all the ways to get in touch. A quick recap of the main ones. You can call Dan directly at 513-563-PLAN or go to quizdan.com. Those are the ways you can get in touch, at least some of the easy ones for sure. Quizdan.com or 513-563-PLAN. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And coming up on the next podcast, we're going to be talking about distractions in the financial world, those shiny objects that pull our attention away from where it should be focused. We'll talk about what those distractions are, how you can spot them, and how you can make sure that they don't pull you away from those important items. That'll be the subject of our next podcast. Be sure to join us right here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Thanks for tuning in to Solving the Financial Puzzle. If you want to find out more about Dan Capril or about today's topic, visit matsonandcapril.com. And be sure to join us for the next edition of Solving the Financial Puzzle. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of MPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, call 800-353-7923.